This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. yourself down strap yourself in as you're going to be listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show where over the course of the next hour you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't
What about Suits? How is Rachel Zane going to be written out? Maybe they'll just get another actress like they did for Miss Ellie in Dallas. Or, or, dream sequence. Mike wakes up and it turns out that he never sold a mass exam to the Dean's daughter to help Trevor pay off his drug debt. Therefore, he doesn't get kicked out of Harvard Law School, so becomes a real lawyer. And Rachel is just a figment of his imagination. And he really gets it on with Katrina Bennett. It's not called The Idiot Box for nothing. Happy Friday, fellow listeners. Once again, this week's show has been pre-recorded, so I'll be tuning in along with you to hear how many mistakes I make on my way back from seeing the role models and Michael Monroe up at the Dome in Nigel Tufnell Park. And thank you for all the birthday wishes I received on social media over the last weekend. Three days of eating, drinking and being merry. The heartburn and indigestion I had to endure on Monday, I think I'll just swap for a hangover. One of the good things about having a birthday at the end of November is you get to do it all over again a month later. Of course, as you know, one of my presents was the Ramones Rocket to Russia 40th Anniversary Dulux Edition of three CDs and one LP, courtesy of Mrs. A. Now, one of the tracks that I was interested in was the alternate version of It's a Long Way Back to Germany, because up until the 40th anniversary release, I thought that there was only two versions of this song. One with Tommy Drumming that cropped up as the B-side to the UK 7-inch of Do You Want to Dance? And the one that came out on Road to Ruin with Marky handling drum duties. Well, we now have two more for us to enjoy. Version 1, tracking mix. And this one, version 1 with DD on vocals. One, two, three, four. <laughs>
is fantastic, as you could imagine. Power Station Rough Mixes, coupled with demos and a previously unreleased gig recorded at the Apollo in Glasgow on the 19th of December 1977. It's interesting to the demo version of Needles and Pins. That, of course, like it's a long way, would find its way onto Road to Ruin. As you know, I have a love-hate relationship with covers, a bit like Prog. If the cover in question has been given a different twist, it goes up in my estimation. Now, Sir Rich of the Joneses, nay Munro's, posted a Facebook link to Weird Al Yankovic cover of Beyond the Brat, saying that he'd never heard Al just do a straight-up cover. To be honest, the only song of Weird Al's that I know is the Michael Jackson parody of Beat It, which became Eat It. So I clicked the link... And as Rich went on to say, it's definitely in the spirit of the original. It's really good. Knocking spots off other so-called tributes. Plus, it features an accordion. We beat on the brat, beat on the brat, beat on the brat with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the brat, be on the brat, be on the brat with a baseball bat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh oh. What can you do? been taken from the covers album Dr. Demento Covered in Punk. It's coming out on the 12th of January. Also on the double CD, that is of note, is William Shatner covering the cramps, which is up on YouTube. I also noticed that Adam West had a track on it, so I emailed Jake Starr, former vocalist with Adam West, to see if it was an unreleased track by them or 
as everyone else who split up around the same time as them, has reformed. It was, in actual fact, a new song. Jake quickly nixed that idea with the notion it was Adam West, the actor. Boo and hiss. As I'm in the Ramones mood, I'm going to continue the flavour with Lester Grinovsky. Now, Lester first came to my attention as the Landslide Ladies, a band that backed and recorded three albums with Honest John Plain. Lester is just about to release the follow-up to 2014's It's Nothing Serious, Just Life. But in the interim, has just put out a split single with The Empire Strikes. More of them later. The single actually came out in April. How I missed that first time around, I don't know. Lester's track is called Manta, another Ramones ripoff, and sounds uh, like this. <laughs> with the Ramones interconnectedness and miscommunication as you know tomorrow and Sunday Croydon is hosting two days of rock with the Ramones and the Warrior Soul headlining Saturday and Sunday respectively Facebook friend Ray who lives in Croydon didn't know anything about the festival until the beginning of the week even if I and the bands involved have been sharing said event for the last couple of months almost on a daily basis hence he is booked to see Duncan Reed and the Big Eds and the Phobics at the New Cross Inn. A fine bill, I think you'll agree, just not on your doorstep. As Big Eds guitarist Nick Hughes is out on tour with the role models, Mario Vengas, now with the Godfathers, is going to reprise his big-headed role, where hopefully they'll be playing this live. <laughs> Oh, 
Duncan Reed and the Big Heads and let's skip to the good bit from the Bombs Away album. Talking to Warrior Soul, as I wasn't really, the band have just released a brand spanking new album via Livewire Cargo Records called Back on the Lash and it is nine tracks of brash, unapologetic rock and roll that main man Corey Clark seems to have turned into 30 minutes of autobiographical mayhem. In the past, Corey and Warrior Soul might have been overlooked by the rock fraternity in general, but he can never be ignored. He's probably one of the last real rock stars that followed the true and well-trodden path that was mapped out by the Hollywood vampires in the early to mid-70s. Never one to shy away from confrontation. I've seen him uh, frog march a sound man out of the venue. Warrior Soul was playing that as he deemed the guy to be doing a poor job. I've seen them continue playing after their PA was switched off whilst the DJ on the same stage as them was trying to play dance music. I've even witnessed a Corylus Warrior Soul play a two-song set as they've been detained going through UK customs. Fuck the pigs indeed. This is I Get Fucked Up from Back on the Lash. I get fucked up. Junkie crackhead too. I passed out in your. 
Listening to the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show here on Rock Radio UK, the radio equivalent to Gift Gaff, where you're free to go or free to stay. Obviously, I hope you will stay. My four day rock and roll weekend continues Monday with the Electric Boys down at the Underworld. Of course, you'll be 
hearing in detail what did and did not occur at the Munro, Croydon Rocks and Electric Boys gigs on next week's show. Anyway, the aforementioned Electric Boys are currently on tour to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Groovers Maximus by performing the whole album live, uh, but have found time to release a new single called Dishes.
As promised last week, that was the UK sub second track from their two double A-sided seven inches. Last week it was the Beast, and this week it was the turn of the Predator. Two down and two to go. I got a very disconcerting email via Bands in Town last week as the subject line was Chuck Mosley has just sent you a new message. Now, Bands in Town are famed for getting band pitches wrong. Role models look like Trevor and Philip from South Park, whilst the professionals seem decidedly Japanese. But sending messages from recently departed musicians is a whole new territory for them. Turns out, though, that Chuck, just before he died, was in a band called Primitive Race that was on the cusp of releasing the album Soul Pretender. I'm sad to say, both were news to me, even with Dale Crover on drums. So I purchased the album, and man... What a swung song. I felt sad listening to it. As much as it's a great album, and it really is, Chuck's not around to receive the praise that he deserves. Like I said beforehand, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. The first track from the album is called Row House and is the song I have selected to play for your consideration. Every time I see you, it says you have never left. Putting on the numbers, always starting with the right step. Speculation on who Stu West's replacement in The Damned took a step nearer this week to being officially revealed. Paul Gray, who, as you know, played on the new album, posted this leading question on Facebook. Have any of my musician chums on here who may have tinnitus ever used an in 
ear monitoring instead of wedges. Pros, cons, first-hand experience, answers only, please. Which was swiftly followed by another post informing us that he was looking forward to playing with the damned at BBC Six Music's Christmas Punk Party on the 8th with tickets available as a random draw. Of course, I entered twice, once using my home address and once using my firm's. I even booked the afternoon off work in the slim hope that I'd win, which I didn't. Bastard BBC as a licence fee pay and I demand my right to attend. Uh, I'm really apprehensive with regards to the new Damned album. I want it to be a combination of Machine Gun Etiquette, the Black Album, Strawberries, but fear it'll follow on from So Paranoid, which after anything is my least played Damned album. I know, I know, I'm building myself up to be disappointed. Hope for the best, but prefer for the worst and all that. Off Strawberries... The last studio album that Paul played bass on for the damned. This is Generals, which um, he also wrote. Fact fans. Big city, old scratched house, revenge is not so sweet. Once proud, once sold about, the tired and No. 
split single time. And no, it doesn't feature anything by the Hit Priests. Talking of whom, not only have they got a new drummer, but they've added an additional guitarist in the shape and form of Silent Mike. Come January, through Cracking Stuff Records, the band will also be releasing a 12-inch EP that will feature No Time, like right now, with I'm Too Good, She's a Queen, and All My Rowdy Friends Are Dead. So anyway, I got an email from Lux Noise Records informing me that the Bitch Queens, the Empire Strikes, see, I told you there'll be more on them later in the show, Scumbag Millionaire and VCPS were releasing a split single today. Today being the 1st of December, Future and Non-Rock Radio UK listeners. First up, it's the Bitch Queens, who only last April released a very excellent L-O-V-E album and the track Methane in the Wind. Thank you. 
Swiftly following on is The Empire Strikes Who, like the Bitch Queens, released a new album at the start of this year. This was called High Tide, which came out on Bootleg Booze Records. Their contribution to the split is Sonic Hurricane. like me to play the Empire Strikes track off the Lester Grinowski split on next week's show? Right, you're either nodding in agreement or nodding off. Email me to remind me Armitage at the Paranoid Squirrel will do. I've only seen the Scumbag Millionaire twice, although it was almost just the once as their plane was delayed when they played the dev back in June, with them unpacking, plugging in, all in one smooth, fluid motion. Well worth the wait for all concerned. Here they are with Calm down. Calm down. 
final band on the 7-inch RVCPS. And out of the four are the only ones that I hadn't heard of. The band are Swedish and have been going for 10 years. Well, their Facebook account was uh, opened in 2007. However, the band have only, according to Disogs, released a self-titled mini-album and a split 12-inch with Mad Jive. Although, on first glance, their SoundCloud page may have a few more tracks for us to enjoy. The band have just finished a small run of dates with Dragon. Nothing upcoming that I can see at the moment, so I guess we'll just have to make do with the previously unreleased Judas.
So I've played the Ramones. I've played the Damned. I guess I might as well finish this week's show off with the third of my unholy trinity and give you some motorhead. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 